Welcome in to another edition of the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. I'm your host, DP Sidhu, and the offseason is underway. It's in full swing. Free agency is just around the corner. Uh, players are going to actually start reporting back for off-season workouts in less than a month. April 5th is the day when teams with new head coaches uh, can start their off-season workout programs. So a lot's going to change in the next few weeks, and a lot's been changing for some of our rookies heading from year one to year two. They had a crazy off-season last year with COVID and things sort of shutting down this time last year. So this week's podcast, I checked in with Ross Blacklock. He's obviously heading into his second season Grew up in Missouri City, Texas. He's back at home here this offseason in Houston. Uh, Caught up with him about what year one was like for him. He got things rolling sort of as the year progressed. And, uh, you know, what he's been doing since the season ended. How he hopes to get better for year two. Uh, Ross did play in 15 games. He had one start, final game of the 2020 season. He got his first start. 14 tackles, a tackle for loss, two quarterback hits. He also goes into when he felt like things really started to click for him. So a little in-depth, deep slant, off-season treat for you as we catch up with Ross Blacklock. I think it's important to catch up with some of these rookies from last year because they've got, they've had a rookie experience that no one else is going to have or ever going to have. I mean, even this year's rookie experience is going to be very different from last year's. Uh, But uh, just to catch up with him. You know, as things were happening last year, what was going through his mind as he's getting ready for the biggest job interview of his life, uh, getting into the NFL. So we caught up with him, um, and that's coming up in this week's podcast. But first, you can experience internet that's more than just fast with Xfinity XFi, Xfinity, proud partner of the Houston Texans and proud partner of the Deep Slant podcast. So let's get into it. Let's check in with our defensive lineman now in his second season. He'll be without J.J. Watt this year. What's that going to look like? And lots, lots more. Here he is, Ross Blacklock on the Deep Slant Podcast, presented by Xfinity. Now in his second year, welcome in, Ross. And how does that sound? You're no longer a rookie. You're now in your second season. Uh, words can't even explain. Um, it was probably one of the most stressful years of my life. I think only because I'm from here and it made all the more outside forces more stressful with COVID. And just everything going on, it was, oof, Lord. Uh, unfortunately, the year didn't go how we wanted, but I'm excited for what's to come. Yeah, I mean, 2021, obviously, still very much dealing with the pandemic, but the mm-hmm. NFL's got its hands on how to how to sort of conduct itself here in the offseason. I mean, mm-hmm. you had the NFL Combine, something that didn't happen in 2021. Mm-hmm. Everything was normal. Around this time last year, you're coming back from the Combine. So, you know, what did this part of the year look like for you? Because I imagine you were probably getting ready for your pro day. What happened with that? And and when you got the news of, of COVID happening, what was going on in your mind? Kind of whenever it was first happening, I didn't really think COVID was going to be like a as big as it is. People were kind of just brushing off the shoulder and just kind of re- sweeping it on the rug. And that's kind of what I was doing. So I wasn't really prepared for it. So when I started hearing more about it, I'm like, okay, this is serious. Like, we might not have a season, off season. I was blessed to have an opportunity to be able to go to the combine and uh, showcase my uh, my talents. But right now, if I was, if I was a rookie coming in, like I'll just be doing right now, just training, getting ready for you know pro day. I'm assuming because there's no, like you said, there's no combine or anything. It's really you know, guys want to get pro days. So and it sucked last year. I, I honestly uh, felt bad for a lot of guys that didn't get the same chance as everybody else did. You know, at the end of the day, it's a business, but. Um, just imagine how many guys got got cut short of opportunity 
only because of a coronavirus and all sorts of other stuff. So I just hope it'll be better for guys coming in this year. I hope everybody gets the chance that they been wanting to, because this is a dream job for millions of kids and athletes all over the world. And it's only 1% that's going to get here. So I just hope everybody can be where they want to be in the next couple months. I mean, you're right. The pro days are more important this year with no NFL combine. It, uh, all the player evaluations are going to happen at their pro days, and that's going to happen over the course of the next month or six weeks or so. Do you think that's an advantage to players to get to showcase their skills at your school versus at the NFL combine or, you know, you did well at the combine. So it worked out in your favor, but what are your thoughts on how they've sort of adjusted the off season and, and all the draft evaluation prep? I think um, coaches really have to do a really good job evaluating because they don't get the same opportunities as evaluating the player. So it's almost like dating a person. You got to evaluate that person for a very long time. Know if that's the person you like and, it's just obviously it's just a business. So you got to see, OK, if I like this guy, am I going to spend a million dollars on, him? you know, and I would think personally that um, it's just the it's just time. Time is just what's cut short or what these coaches and, and, and players have. So I would say um, any opportunity that a, that a player can get to showcase, whether it's uh, doing something on social media, because social media is such an upcoming and loud and is a voice for pretty much anybody and just kind of show everybody what type of person you are and that's kind of what I did and what my agent helped me do just kind of people to see how what type of person and player that I was and they did an amazing job um putting myself out there and I'll just say just do that just uh every opportunity you can to um to prove yourself or to show a team that there's only one team that has to like you in 32 so I mean you have 32 options to you know have somebody like you just you know just be yourself work hard and just you know don't be so caught up in this Corona stuff and just uh, believe in yourself and bleed trust the process, even though it's kind of a weird process right now, but just trust it, you know? So the off season, you have the draft, you got to do the draft at home and, and luckily you get drafted by the Texans in your home state and, and very mm. close to where you grew up. So, you know, the off season program, it was virtual for most of it. You didn't really get to get on the field the way they do in normal seasons. What was that like for you? Did you feel like you were missing out on something? Did it feel like this is not really how it's supposed to be? I mean, you have really nothing to compare it to, but what was what was it like when you first got in with the Houston Texans and, and got to start working with the coaches and, and seeing the other players virtually? Um, me personally, um, I know I'm a visual guy. I'm a hands-on person, so I need reps. I need to visually and physically practice what I'm learning. I can't just sit at a computer screen all day and listen to somebody talk and draw and like, you know, but it's your job. But me personally, just all my life, I've just been a guy that needs to be hands-on and, 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 and physically do it. So I think I got, uh, when I added everything up, I got cut short only because we had no off season, about a hundred and something reps just off of practice before we started getting into camp. So imagine the hundreds of reps that I missed before I get into a say so-and-so off, uh, not off season, but preseason games and training camp. Uh, I missed a hundred some reps, so I had I'm playing catch up times too because I'm already behind the guys that were here last year. I'm behind because Corona stopped everything, so and I got to catch up to not even the present time of knowing what other guys know, but catch up to what I know I can get at the short amount of time I can have, and then play some more catch up to where the vets are. So it's just challenging and um. And throughout the year, I got discouraged because I felt like I wasn't um, getting where I needed to be. And I'm really hard on myself as a player. So um, 
I would tell myself or I would tell uh, Dunny or Carlos, like, man, I feel like I'm not getting this. I feel like I'm not getting any better. And they would all just tell me, you know, just, just trust it. Just keep working at it after practice reps at home. Just do make it a muscle memory thing because it was a whole new system for me. So and um, I just did that every day. And that's as um, towards the end of the year, I started to get better. Um, and I started to see it a lot, and I started to gain more confidence as I played. Did you feel like – was there a point in the season where you felt like, okay, now I'm getting it? I know you were behind the eight ball with losing out reps and OTAs and then no preseason games, and mm-hmm. playing time was so valuable, and you weren't really getting the playing time until the season progressed, until obviously the coaches were more comfortable putting rookies in. But did you feel like there was a turning point for you during your rookie year where you felt like, okay, it's, it's starting to click, or yeah. well, has that come yet? Yeah, everything was fine. Like, I, I knew the playbook. I, I, I had confidence towards the uh, middle of the season of what I needed to do. I felt um, – I remember telling – have a conversation with my dad, and I was telling him I felt more comfortable and more confident in myself um, and just doing everything and then um, not any doubts, just going out and just playing. And uh, that's kind of the approach I just had to take um, throughout the whole year, just, um, just keep that confidence and keep building on what's um, – on your craft and stuff like that. But it was it was it was stressful at first, but I got I got past it. Was there a moment? What, what do you remember when that conversation with your dad when that was? Was it after a particular game or a particular play that you had? It was after the Tennessee, the first Tennessee game in uh, Tennessee. I think that was um, I think that was one of the games. My first game that I was most disruptive. I didn't make a, I didn't make a super amount of plays. I probably made like a couple tackles, but I was disruptive and. I felt like um, I got cut short on a lot of reps and a lot of games. And, you know, I'm a rookie, so I just stood back and just observed and got in when I got in. But um, I felt like more I was more explosive and it was guy, I was I was giving a lot of guys problems in that game. But I just never got a chance to get my feet wet. And, you know, when you go in for a couple of plays and come out for a quarter to quarter, quarter and a half, you know, you don't have the same adrenaline level and stuff like that. I'm not trying to make excuses, but it's the nature of the game, you know. Yeah, you can't really get your momentum going. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, but that's but you know that was last year. Um, hopefully we're gonna have a better year this year. All right, so let's talk about after the season ended. Where did you go from there? What did the off season look like? Ga- week seventeen, you get your first start, mm. um, and then you sort of head into the off season on that note. Obviously, not the finish the Texans wanted. They have a brand new coaching staff. There's a lot of changes. But what about for you personally? What did what did those first few months look like for you? As far as off season. As far yeah. as uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so like, did I you just, stay in Houston? Did you go? Did you take time off? Did you work out? What did you yeah. do since the season ended? I didn't go anywhere. I stayed right in Houston. To be honest, I was too tired to go anywhere. Um, <laughs> I played football. Also, you couldn't with COVID, but could I? I'd rather spend a lot of money on a good vacation without COVID. So I decided to save my money. Uh, so I counted. So I've been playing football for a year and a half as a rookie. So you start off in college, play a season in college, get ready for the draft. If we had off offseason OTAs, and then you have an NFL season, that's a year and a half. So I literally for a month did not do a single thing. Then just a whole month, just nothing, just wanted to relax. Um, I used that time to kind of just get my mental back and started to focus on what I want to do, the goals I want to accomplish for next year. Because everything this year, this season is very personal for me because uh, deep down inside, I know that I didn't have the year that I wanted to. And I know that I could have done, done a lot more. So um, I'm taking everything very, very personally, just all gas, no breaks, just tunnel vision. I want not only for myself, but more than myself, I want to have a better team, a better year for this team, because I know that's 
there's some hardworking people on this team, this, this coaching staff, this new one. The past one we had was a hardworking coaching staff. Hope, I wish they could have stayed, but um, we have new people in here. Just want to get acclimated with everybody again. Just a fresh new start. Fresh rookie years behind me. Um, um, like I said, I'm just excited for what's to come and for everybody. And I just want us all as a whole, as an organization, to um, put our best foot forward and be our best. Because I know we have a really, really good team. We just have to put it on, on the field. Yeah, 2020 just seemed like such a long year in so many different ways. Even the season, the way the season started and the way the season ended and, you know, the, the coaching changes. And, and now here you are in 2021. You're heading into year two with your second head coach mm -hmm. in the NFL with David Culley. Have you had a chance to talk to the new head coach, uh, to Coach Culley? Have you two met virtually? What, what's your impressions been of him so far? I met him in a white room last Friday, actually. It was, oh. he was working. Yeah, he was working out, so I didn't get it. It was a short conversation. But he seemed like a, a down-to-earth, a great guy. Um, he's been uh, – I've been doing a little research on him. He's He seemed to be ready for the opportunity. He's been waiting. He's been wanting to. So I'm more than happy that he gets the chance to have this opportunity and change this program and this organization around. I just know he'll be a good a good fit for this organization. Um, I know he's bringing in a lot of good uh, guys, good coaches, uh, good backgrounds. I met him, uh, and I said, hey, Coach, how you doing? And he asked me, he was like, hey, Ross, how you doing? I'm good. He was like, I'm good. I can't complain. That's always a, like a saying that I always say. Because, you know, I hate people who complain sometimes. And I just say okay. can't complain because my dad always used to say it sometimes. Or I can't I always say I can't call it. It's just some old school stuff. He was like, yeah, we don't like complainers. We don't complain about nothing. And I was like, okay, I kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't have that energy before. So I think a guy like him would be perfect for us because I wouldn't say it was a lot of people complaining, but. You know, we just need that push. We need that extra push for this team. Did you feel like your role evolved in the defense last year as the season went on? Did you feel like you were doing different things or doing more things? And what can you use from last year that you can build on, you think, with the new defense? Yeah, I had um, – I played inside. I started inside, then I had to learn really both. So outside uh, and, and um, three-tech. So I played a little bit of both. Towards the end of the season, I played more end than I did um, three-tech. It was really because we had a lot of guys down. We uh, a lot of guys went down, so we had a big, a big Z step up. He was a great attribute attribute to our defensive line. Um, I tried to fill in my shoes the best way I could, inside or out. But yeah, um, I think we'll be good on on the D line part. We just got to put the pieces together. I know Charles would be a good uh, attribute as well. I don't know if he's gonna stay outside or inside, and um, we're just gonna go from there. All right, J.J. Watt's gone, so with, with him not in the defensive room anymore, you know, how, do you, how does that sort of change the dynamic amongst the guys that are left? You mentioned yourself, Charles Amenahu. Mm -hmm. What does that look like now for the rest of you guys in there? I think there's more opportunity. Um, Jay left, so he left a remarkable stepping stone for this organization. So I think it's another guy to have a, step, a chance to, you know, follow in his shoe steps. Um, and give us the opportunity that one day, you know, I can be on 11, uh, 11 season contract and get, you know, millions like he does, you know. So I think that's what all we're working for. So, but uh, the guys that we have in our locker room and the D line are very, um, they work, they, we work with each other very well. So, whatever we all need to do to make things work, we'll make it work. That's just kind of guys that we have. All right. One final question. You said you're taking it personally heading into 2021. You've got some goals for yourself. What do you sort of plan on doing now for the next few months as you get ready? Really personal goals. Just like I said, just everything's personal as far as just not letting up, just just tunnel vision, just focused on trying to be more vocal as, as a um, 
as a second round pick. I want to be more vocal for the team this year. Not so much as a who rah rah guy, but a guy that kind of tries to lead by example. It's just changing my ways, period, as far as um nothing bad, just how I did my routine, my rookie year. I seen how it was. I needed to re-change some of my uh adjust some of my uh routines that I did for game days and practices and uh camp and stuff. And as far as the season goes, I just want a better year than last year, but I don't want to lose the season. What I what I grew up loving this team. I grew up my whole life loving this team, and I get the opportunity to play for it, and I just want something good out of it. That's really, honestly, my only goal. And there's my only goal, to be honest. I just want this year to be great for us, you know, because it, it can be. It sounds like you're really good at blocking out the noise and just getting to work. Is that a fair, is that fair yeah. to say? Everybody got an opportunity, but you don't have to listen to it. You know, if you, I always tell people, if you know your worth, no, 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 I mean, if you, if you value your worth, no opinion matters. I like it. I think we'll end on that. I like that a lot. All right, Ross Blacklock, best of luck as you head into year two and look forward to seeing you back out there on the field again. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Great stuff from Ross Blacklock. Also, he'll have a new defensive coordinator this year in, in Levy Smith. When I talked to him, uh, the assistant coaches were not finalized that announcement came actually just a few days later but he'll be playing for a new defensive coordinator that may look very different for him as well as he begins to adjust uh, to playing in a new scheme with a new defensive coordinator in year two I had a chance to ask David Culley about that in the press conference but uh, head coach David Culley says you know the the transition is going to be the same the expectation is going to be the same whether you're a rookie whether you're a veteran so uh, we're going to take that and go and, and looking forward to the off-season program. Uh, me, this is me talking, that is, in, in just a few weeks and seeing what that looks like. So you can catch up with everything on free agency and all that on HoustonTexans.com. Also, Texans All Access, Mark Vandermeer, John Harris, bringing you the latest every single day, all the breaking news from 6 to 7 p.m. on Sports Radio 610. And, and be sure to download the Houston Texans mobile app because they're making moves. Uh, they will be making moves pretty regularly and you don't want to miss out on anything so uh, be sure to do that and uh, that's going to do it for this week's podcast thank you so much for listening to the deep slant podcast presented by xfinity stay safe out there and as always go texans